many of you are happy to be in the presence of the Lord? Hallelujah. Glory to God. Somebody said, when you discover your assignment, you will discover your enemy. Hallelujah. When you discover what God has called you to do, you will discover the real devil. Praise the Lord. Because everyone is created to solve a problem. When God created you, He created you to solve a problem. You are answer to some problems. God has uniquely created you to solve problems. When you come into the center of the assignment, the enemy will show its ugly head. Praise the Lord. Why am I saying tonight? Because few months back, Pastor Rajesh, my spiritual father, gave me a prophecy over my life. And he said, you will be called the pastor of the corporates. Hallelujah. I took it in my spirit. And I was meditating on it for a long time. And as I was declaring this 10 days of the meeting on prosperity and finances, the Lord said, the time has come. Praise the Lord. There's anointing. Hallelujah. Needs to be released. Hallelujah. Into not only into our life, into the corporate sectors of the city. Hallelujah. Of the cities and of the nations. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. There is an anointing. Praise the Lord. As a man of God. How many of you are happy to hear? Pastor Raju is here. Hallelujah. Would you give a clap offering? Hallelujah. Thank you, Pastor. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. He's a senior and a co-worker in the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Always love to have him around. Always blessed to have his daughters coming to church. Amen. As he was praying also, he confirmed it. He was praying for the vision of the church. And then I said, it's the right time to tell you, God has especially anointed this church with a message of prosperity. Hallelujah. Together with our eternal prosperity, there is a prosperity God wants to release yours and through my life into the city, into the workplaces. Hallelujah. Let this message flow through wherever you are going. Let this anointing take through. We'll go with you tonight. How many of you believe? Hallelujah. Catch this anointing tonight. Hallelujah. But then when you do that, the ugly heads will open their faces. The ugly mouths will speak forth. The ugly heads will come. And it is an experience. I told you last day. That whenever I started preaching more on this. Every ugly head. Every ugly mouth. Started hallelujah saying. This is prosperity gospel. This is to make money. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. This is not prosperity gospel. This is prosperity of the servants of God. This is a prosperity of those who have given their life to Jesus. This is a prosperity of the one who trusted him. This is the prosperity of godly riches. This is the prosperity of following Jesus. This money, this wealth, this blessing is not given to you by the devil. This is a blessed and consecrated release to you for the kingdom and for the glory of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Look at Nehemiah. As long as he was a cupbearer, nobody had a problem. Hallelujah. When he started his assignment, Tobiah started threatening letters to him. Hallelujah. So is Ezra. 
So is David. When he was closer to his assignment, Goliath came in his way. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Believe when you discover what you are called to do, the enemies will be disclosed themselves. Hallelujah. Undetected, uncontested enemies are dangerous. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. When you are in the center of the assignment, if the enemy is exposing himself, it is good. It is good. It is good. Because hallelujah, that means you and I have victory over those enemies. God is closing us. Hallelujah. To our closer to our assignment. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Amen. Glory to God. Tonight, I want to continue on from what I spoke yesterday tonight. Yesterday we heard what she, why she gave to the Lord. Why she gave the big life. Tonight I want to speak to you why he didn't give. Hallelujah. Let's open our Bible. Read from Mark chapter 10, 17 to 20. Somebody help me please. And 28 to 31. Mark chapter 10, 17 to 20 and 28 to 31. Now as he was going out on the road, one came running, knelt before him and asked him, Good teacher, what shall I do that I may inherit eternal life? Jesus said to him, Why do you call me good? No one is good but one that is God. You know the commandments, do not commit adultery, do not murder, do not steal, do not bear false witness, do not defraud, honor your father and your mother. And he answered and said to him, Teacher, all these I have observed from my youth. Verses 28 to 31. Then Peter began to say to him, See, we have left all and followed you. So Jesus answered and said, Assuredly I say to you, There is no one who has left house or brothers or sisters or father or mother or wife or children or lands for my sake and the gospels who shall not receive a hundredfold enough in this time houses and brothers and sisters and mothers and children and lands with persecutions and in the age to come eternal life but many who are first will be last and the last first amen yesterday we heard why she gave tonight we want to title this word why he didn't give here is a rich man a young man who is a leader who is a committed man, very devout man in his belief, but yet he wanted eternal life. How many of you know tonight you can be committed to your beliefs, even do the right things, follow every commandment and still have no life in you? Because it is not the religion that brings life, it is Jesus Christ, the person of Jesus Christ that brings life. That's why the Bible uses the word born again. You could be religious, yet Hallelujah, I will not carry life. But here is a man who followed all the commandments, who has chosen, who went, who went true to his beliefs, yet he was not born again. And there was no life in him. Your riches or nothing can help you to give you life. He was a rich man. Praise the Lord. He was a rich man, yet he did not have life. 
So riches is not the sign of that you have life. Jesus is the source of life. Hallelujah. You want to have life? Here is a man who had do's and don'ts. Not, not in a religious activity. Hallelujah. Uh, I mean, he was in a religious activity of do's and don'ts. I did this. I did that. I did this. I did that. That will not bring life. You can come to church. You can do all the religious things. You can sit for 10 minutes. I mean, 10 days. What brings you life is when you look to the person of Jesus Christ. When you have a fellowship with the person of Jesus Christ. When you have a relationship with the person of Jesus Christ. When you understand Jesus through the revelation of the word of the Lord. Not the Jesus you believe, but the Jesus in the Bible. Praise the Lord. We make Jesus according to a culture, somebody said. That is still making an idol of, uh, of somebody who is not Jesus. But the Jesus of the gospel. The Jesus Peter Paul spoke about. The Jesus Paul followed. The Jesus Apostle John wrote about. That Jesus. This man, this young ruler wanted eternal life. And he came to the Lord. Not only what he wanted eternal life. He wanted to follow Jesus. Is that a good thing? Praise the Lord. But the Bible says he was sad at what Jesus told him. My prayer is that after all these days, that you will not go back sad. Hallelujah. He went back sad. Why? Because he said, I want to follow the Lord. Well, what to do, Lord? How to get into your heart? Jesus said, just give up everything. Just imagine, just give up everything. If Jesus would have told him, buy 100 chair for the church, he would have done it. But the Lord told him, sell everything. Jesus said, all that you have, take it and give. Then you, have, you will have a treasure in heaven. So many people have treasure on earth. But tonight, I want you to think whether you have treasure in heaven. How many people have treasure on earth by no treasure in heaven? He was willing to do something for God, but not give, willing to give everything to God. Oh, you didn't hear me, isn't it? You're saying, Pastor, I am struggling to give something to God. Then you are telling me about everything. I want you to know the best safe, the best place. That you can surrender everything that you have and say, take it. It is in heaven. Because when you do that, nobody can touch it. Nobody can attack it. As a matter of fact, it will be the opposite effect. You will have lack in your barn. There will be always a continuous currency flowing. There will be a blessed hallelujah. Blessing flowing through your life. Hallelujah. And more than that, you will have treasure in heaven. You will be known in heaven. A givers will be known in heaven. Hallelujah. Givers will be known by the devil. Hallelujah. How many people focus on treasure on earth? No treasure. He was willing to do something for God. There are many of us are willing to do something for God. But will you give your life everything? Then your struggle will leave. The moment you try to give little, the struggle remains. This is my experience. 
My struggle always left when I said, Lord, take it all. It's all yours. Praise the Lord. It is easier to give everything to the Lord than giving little bit and struggling. Once you give everything, there is nobody to hold but to hold on to the Lord. Every time I won't say I did it, but I could. I have to say God brought God brought me to it. <laughs> I cannot take pride and say I did it, but I have to say God used a situation, people, talks, messages, hallelujah, dreams, visions to bring me to it. And I'm still believing the Lord is bringing me more to it. Even I'm preaching to you. Hallelujah. When I told pastor I'm going to preach the series which he preached, he said, the best way to learn is to preach it. <laughs> Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. How many of you will pray for pastor? He's traveling to Jerusalem. He's traveling to Jordan. He's traveling, hallelujah, to Kuwait for a very important leadership. How many of you will keep him in prayer and pray that a successful leadership? Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Meeting will happen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Are you with me, church, tonight? God is raising up a generation that will not be afraid to say, Nothing else matters. Take everything, Lord. Hallelujah. God is raising up a generation. Hallelujah. Who will follow the Lord with all their heart. Their heart will be so free from things. Their heart will be so free from stuff. They will not evaluate their lives with the things that they have. But they will evaluate their life with the ability to let go into the hands of God. God is going to raise an army, an army like that. And, and, and those armies, I want to tell you tonight, you will not lack anything from heaven. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. They will have treasure in heaven and they will have treasure on earth. Hallelujah. How many of you believe that? Here is a young man, ruler willing to give something for God. God said everything. Why everything? Why did God say, sell all that you have given to the poor and follow me? Because money signifies the totality of your life's work. You go to school, you study hard. Why? Not because you want to do some charity, anybody like that? But so that you can make some money. You work hard, you sweat, you labor, you educate yourself because it's your life. That which you have made is your life. There is there is a saying in Africa that money is blood. All that you have done is to make money. Hallelujah. Although doctors say I want to be the best doctor, they still take money. At least in the first 40 years, the last 5 years they might not. It's social service. They might be one or two, hallelujah, praise the Lord. Might do it all their lives and sacrificially. That's why giving money is always painful. Hallelujah. It's easy. If you feel easy, blessed are you. It's painful if someone asks you to lift your hands and praise God. It's okay to do because it doesn't cost you anything. Especially everywhere, everybody who's sitting next to you is a one born again Christian. 
It's okay to do that because it doesn't cost you anything. If you give something, rupees, say, 2,000 rupees to God work, it might be still okay. In, in the traditional church, every Sunday, our parents would give us one rupee, two rupee to put it in the offering box. Some people are born again, tell the traditional mindset. <laughs> it's like cutting your toenail, it doesn't hurt you. But to give everything, you're going to sweat. Jesus was actually telling this man, you go to the synagogue, you worship, you keep the commandments to show people you're something. But I want to do something in your heart. Tonight, this word is about your heart. This word will test your heart. This word will expose your heart. This word will reveal your heart. Whether what is actually in your heart. There is a saying that seed without life doesn't germinate. Seed without life doesn't germinate. A dead seed won't germinate. You keep a seed for a long time, it's as good as dead. You bury it, it won't germinate. It won't bring forth life. Pastor shared how we learned through an experience when first Lord began to use him through the nations. He realized that it's how expensive the travel to preach the gospel is. So he found a way. He bought a travel card and started pu putting currency to it. So that he thought when God would <laughs> call him into the nations, at least he's loaded with some money. He won't struggle the last minute. The moment he started doing it, the money flow stopped. Because it was a seed that was supposed to be sown. And he kept the seed for a long time in with him. And there was nothing that was happening. And he said, I couldn't understand. I was struggling. He thought suddenly, you know, God sends me to a nation. You know, he was counting on this money. But money was stagnant. There was no flow. There was nothing happening. Because having kept it for a long time, it is as good as that seed was dead. Hallelujah. When the Lord tells you to release a seed, just release it. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. See, most of us keep your money in the bank without listening to the voice of God. You know why? It's a security to know that so many lakhs are there. You don't use it. Hallelujah. But given to the hands of the Lord, the lakhs will increase. If you are doing with the right motive, if your heart is right, some of you have come for the first time or the second time. I've not listened to last nine days. Don't misunderstand this talk. Pastor is not trying to make money. I don't need money. I have lots. <laughs> Praise the Lord. So don't misunderstand. Go and listen to the nine days talks and then listen to this again. And then if you have questions, I'm always available in that room. Praise the Lord. Or my phone number is 9845384008. Okay, fine. That thing is settled there. Okay. We want to do good. That doesn't cost us anything. In 2 Samuel 24, David said something. I will not sacrifice unto God anything that doesn't cost me nothing. I will not give anything to the Lord that costs me nothing. If something I give, it has to cost me something. 
In the Old Testament, the sacrifices were not made by bringing dead animals, but animals with life. Hallelujah. You have plenty of food. You ordered the swiggy or some of you just finished eating and your stomach is full. And then you think of giving the remains to somebody, isn't it? When you are full, I mean, at least do that. A good start. But there is nothing involved there. There is no sacrifice. This does, you know, this doesn't apply to finances alone, but to your time, to your effort. After everything that you need to do, if you have time, you will say, okay, let's go to church. If you don't have anything to do, pastor, are you free? Not because there is nothing else to do. So come and meet you. Hallelujah. Because you have plenty of time. Hallelujah. But when you have sacrificed your time, something, hallelujah, that you have sacrificially done, it goes into the presence of God. High heaven will open your life. The presence of God will descend. The breakthroughs will happen because there is a sacrificial thought. There is a sacrificial motive. There is a sacrificial intention. There is a sacrifice there. The Bible says God's fire always came upon the sacrifice. Even tonight, your sacrificial seeds, the fire of God. Whether it is time, energy, what you are given. No wonder Philip the one who was in the kitchen became the evangelist. He gave his precious time for the Lord to do the menial work. God said, now come here. I'll explain that. Hallelujah. How many of you here are fathers? Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. When I'm a father, hallelujah. These 10 days I'm ministering to you sacrificing my time with my children, sacrificing the holiday that I promised them. I broke my promise because Lord is much above than everything. Hallelujah. Because I've learned from the best. I've seen pastor doing it. I've seen him. He even not get time sometimes to go and meet his parents, meet anyone because he was so involved in God's things and things. I've stayed with him for three and a half years. I know every bit of his life, he kept the Lord. You need sacrifices. Hallelujah. I remember the first eight years of my life. When I full time, I was so fire in the Lord that I think. And I was so fire of God that I didn't want to leave the man of God. I would stay with him. Hardly I myself go, go, has gone to home. But I'm always so fortunate to learn the very scriptures. That was spoken in that, in that moments that has been taught. All those days that's still living inside of me. Morning to night, I will be hearing something of the word of God. Hallelujah. Every time God wants to use you, God will keep testing whether sacrifices are made. It's not about whether I've made it five years back. Even tonight, God will test our hearts to see whether there is a sacrificial seed that has been put, whether it's time, energy, hallelujah, whatever we have, we are sacrificially need to put it in the presence of God. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. 
This man was a rich young man, but not willing to sacrifice. Sacrifice is a, like a seed that what gives you the heavenly treasure. Sacrifice is like a seed that what gives you the heavenly treasure. Scripture says that give that you may have treasure in heaven. And when Jesus said to this in verse 31, the good apostle is saying, we have left everything to follow you. And Jesus said, verily, surely, I am telling you, the Lord doesn't have to say it. Once again, he said with one word, he's, he's saying, surely, surely, where if verily, I tell you. How many of you know? Surely, which means it's true. It's eternal. Heaven and earth may pass away, but this word will not pass away. Just to prove the point, what he was telling. If anyone has left his father, if anyone has left his mother, oh, listen to me tonight. Or brother or sister or land or anything in my namesake and gospel, you will receive in this life a hundredfold of all that you have left. Fathers, mothers, brothers, sisters, land and persecution in this age and age to come and persecution huh? and God blesses you nobody like it praise the Lord two ways that you give one is for the sake of the gospel another one is for the sake of Christ what does it mean the sake of Christ you are coming to church and you see somebody has not eaten for a week and you know it, you help them for the sake of Christ. Or some, just imagine my slippers are torn. I had those days, but not now. And you're seeing it for weeks and you don't pray for him. You said, I want to give my pastor the best sandals. Hallelujah. Don't buy. I have 25 inside my cupboard. Don't worry. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. But if you do, Bible says, one of the least of these, Jesus said, you would do it unto me. It might not be just a pastor. Anyone in the church, you find it and you do something to help him. You see, if you do it to the least, you're doing it for me. You think that you're doing, but you're doing it for me. When you're doing it for the believer, you're doing for the sake of Christ. Ah. Oh. Hallelujah. It is called mercy giving. Heavenly treasures. There is treasure in heaven. Your name is noted. You have treasures in heaven. The future, there is something greater than what you did tonight is recorded and is being kept for you in heaven. Oh, Hallelujah. What is giving for the gospel? It is called evangelistic giving or pastoral giving for the gospel to be furthered. I know so many of you are doing that. A new sound system comes up. Gospel is preached louder. Internet, YouTube, this all involves money. Gospel is featured and when you do it for the gospel, the Lord said you will not miss a reward. Jesus is telling something to Peter here. Not only will you have heavenly treasure, but when you give, it will benefit you now. Everybody say now. 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 
plural you will have houses <laughs> oh somebody take it tonight you will have houses you will have lands praise the lord hallelujah you will have fathers you will have brothers sisters in this age if you think it's a fairy tale don't believe it hallelujah are you with me church are you with me church tonight genesis 26 isaac prospered so much that people actually began to envy him and persecute him how many of you are not envious tonight listening to the word when god started blessing people people will envy you people will persecute you people will say things god bless them he pray for them he release them into the hands of god hallelujah are you with me church tonight there are people who can't stand your prosperity or happiness. The heavenly prosperity will not only benefit you after death, eternally in heaven. Hallelujah. While you are on earth, you will not lack anything. But when you go to heaven, hallelujah, God will bless that seed. And God will give you something, hallelujah, much more than you have ever experienced in your whole lifetime on earth. Ah. I don't expect a clapping. I know most of us don't think about heaven. <laughs> Hallelujah. Mark 10, 31 verse. Lord said something. He said, so he who is the first shall be the last. And the last will be the first. Who is the first? It is the attitude of the rich man. I can't give. He was the first. He said, you will be the last. He's the one I can't give. It's a gimmick. Pastor trying to make money. He's the first who became the last. And who is the last? The one who gave up everything. He was the last, became first. Jesus said to Peter, the giver who is the last, seems to have nothing to show forth. Since he had given him everything, I will bring him to first. Oh, come on somebody tonight. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Jesus' words, not Pastor Chaco's words. You go back and get upset with him. Fight with him and come tomorrow morning. <laughs> Hallelujah. God checks our heart. In Luke 21, Jesus was standing by the offering box. I don't know, I personally can do that. Can you imagine Sunday you are coming to church and Jesus standing by the offering box and looking at how much each one is putting first row, second row. I mean, you're coming out. You're eating the cake. How many of you love the cake? Praise God. Hallelujah. God blessed a wonderful couple, uh, David Jatton and Sindhu Chechi. They wanted to give the taste of love. God bless you. Amen. Hallelujah. There is Jansi Chechi who wanted to share her love. She brought whatever. Yesterday, Neet wanted to share her love. She brought some chocolates. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Here is Jesus standing and seeing the offering box, how much everyone is putting. Wouldn't you get offended? 
If you come to church and I'm, I'm going to stand there. I mean, some of you will have to go because you didn't bring anything. <laughs> you go through that and stay around and come through this room. <laughs> Jesus was actually watching the offerings that the people are putting. And he says, so many gave out of their surplus. People who had million, million, million came and gave 10,000, 20,000 and everything. Jesus did not say a word. But there was a woman, a widow. She gave one coin, it fell, ting, it fell. And Jesus' attention came and Jesus said, look at that woman. Everybody gave out of their surplus, but this woman gave all that she had. Wow. Wow. That just shows your heart. Everybody gave to show people, but this woman wanted to give. Everything, all that she had, don't give it to God that you which you can't use. Some people give it to her anyway. That 10, 200, 10 rupee note. Not the beggar will take. Mm. Jesus. If you do that, you sow, don't 10 rupee notes, you will reap, don't 1000 rupee notes. I like the story. His pastor said, he said, I was a man of God, a prophet, once went to a house to pray. They wanted him to come for a dinner as he was eating the chicken and the chapati. While he was eating, the Lord told him, this chicken has only one eye. The Lord told him, tell the people who cooked you the dinner that this chicken had only one eye. So he told them, the couple looked at each other and said, that's true, pastor. What you said is true. And the Lord asked the prophet to ask them, why did they do that? You know, when he came to eat, <laughs> they give a chicken of one eye. You had plenty of chickens. Why you pick the one that you couldn't sell it outside? And then anyway, servant of God came. So let's give it to him. In their chicken farm, this is one chicken. They could not give it to anyone. How many of you blessed people like that are here in this church? When it comes to the people of the world, when it comes to every important person, you give the best. But when one servant of God comes, you want to give something, you give the worst. I don't rebuke you, the Lord will rebuke you. Because the chicken tasted the same. Nobody knew it, but the Lord spoke to the pastor. It's not about the chicken. Praise the Lord. It's not that even you will eat the eye. You might like the leg piece. But it's about the attitude. Hallelujah. I want you to read Malachi or Malachi or Malachi chapter 1 verses 6 to 14. And I'm just going to close and we're going to pray. A son honors his father, and a servant his master. If then I am the father, where is my honor? And if I am a master, where is my reverence? Says the Lord of hosts, to you priests who despise my name. Yet you say, in what way have we despised your name? You offer defiled food on my altar. But you say, in what way have we defiled you? 
by saying the table of the Lord is contemptible. And when you offer the blind as a sacrifice, is it not evil? And when you offer the lame and the sick, is it not evil? Offer it then to your governor. Would he be pleased with you? Would he accept you favorably, says the Lord of hosts. But now entreat God's favor, that he may be gracious to us. While this is being done by your hands, will he accept you favorably, says the Lord of hosts. Who is there even among you who would shut the doors so that you would not kindle fire on my altar in vain? I have no pleasure in you, says the Lord of hosts, nor will I accept an offering from your hands. For from the rising of the sun, even to its going down, my name shall be great among the Gentiles. In every place incense shall be offered to my name, and a pure offering. For my name shall be great among the nations, says the Lord of hosts. But you profane it, in that you say, The table of the Lord is defiled, and his fruit, his food is contemptible. You also say, Oh, what a weariness, and you sneer at it says the Lord of hosts, and you bring the stolen, the lame, and the sick. That's enough. The Lord is saying, will you do this to a governor? I like the message version. He says, will you trick the governor? Try a trick like this to the banker or the senator. When, if Prime Minister Narendra Modi or Congress President Rahul Gandhi comes, Will you act like this? Is what he's saying. The governor of the city, the president, will you do all, will you trick him? Will you cook him something nice? Or will you cook him what you don't like? Lord is saying, How can you do this to me? You bring all the worst to me, and you give all the best to you know how to take care and feast and honor people outside. But when it comes to me, you bring the blind, the useless, what you don't need. Hallelujah. Lord is saying, how can you do this to me? How can you do this? What we give unto the Lord should honor him. I heard something, 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 something before. It says, if it doesn't touch you, it won't touch the heart of God. What you give should touch your heart first before it touches the heart of God. When you honor him, giving your best, it will make him smile. When you lift your hands and say, Lord, help me to be somebody. You have to say it. Lord, help me to be somebody who will honor you. Help me to be somebody who will honor you with my giving. Help me to be somebody. I can't do it by myself. It's so painful. It's so challenging. But help me, Lord. That's all that Lord wants to hear. In Genesis 12, God told Abraham when he was in the land of Chaldeans, he stepped out, leave your father's house, household, town, and I will bless you. I will make your name great and you shall be a blessing. We like the second part. We by heart the second part. We pronounce the second part. We prophesy the second part. We claim the second part. You shall be great and you shall be a blessing. You shall be great and you shall be a blessing. Just get out first. Get out of your house. Get out of your kindred. Get out of your household. And I will bless you. When you leave your father's house, your inheritance, your wealth, all that you had, he did it. 
by obeying the Lord and stepping out in faith. And God says, you leave it and what you leave, I will give. And he became the father of many nations. You left your father's house, you shall be called the father of many nations. You left your family, in you, all the families shall be called blessed. Oh, oh that's a good place to give a clap offering to the law. Mm. A heart. Not holding on to anything. Nothing more important than the Lord. Try that. And see what kind of peace that you have. You don't have to practice the fruit of the Spirit. Love, joy, patience, kindness. will all come forth together. Problem with most born again Christians. If they have love today, they don't have joy. If they don't have joy today, they don't have peace. If they have peace today, they don't have patience. If they have patience today, they are not kind. If they are kind today, they are not self-control at all. That is not the fruit of the spirit works. You will have all the fruit when you abide by the wine. Hallelujah. Galatians 6 and the 7 and 10 and we'll pray together. Galatians 6, 7 to 10. If you have a Bible, it's a good scripture to read it. Do not be deceived. God is not mocked. For whatever a man sows, that he will also reap. For he who sows to his flesh, will of the flesh reap corruption. But he who sows to the Spirit, will of the Spirit reap eternal life. And let us not grow weary while doing good. For in due season we shall reap, if we do not lose heart. Therefore, as we have opportunity, let us do good to all, especially to those who are of the household of faith. Amen. The Lord is saying, whatever you sow, you will reap. You sow anger, you'll reap anger. That's a principle. Amen. You keep sowing something. I'm not saying at one time you get angry. That's all I'm saying. You immediately recognize, you ask forgiveness. and That's all I'm saying. But you're sowing to it knowingly. Sin has consequences. You sow anger, you'll reap anger. You sow bitterness, you reap bitterness. You sow love, you reap love. You sow compassion, you reap compassion. You sow grace, you reap grace. You sow a seed, a blessing and a harvest will come upon your life. Bible says God cannot be mocked. In Malayana, I like, God cannot be mocked means Don't do it to God. God cannot be mocked. Sometimes most harder thing is giving to believers. You sow gossip, you reap gossip. It's a Chinese proverb. People who speak about somebody to you will tomorrow speak about you, about you to somebody else. You didn't get that. People who speak to you about somebody against somebody will tomorrow speak against you to somebody.
Do you have a gossip club? I promise you, I promise you with the bottom of my heart. They are gossiping about somebody, they are gossiping about you. Write it down. Some of us won't gossip, but we love to hear it. Paul is writing and saying, listen, don't get weary doing good in sowing for in due season. You shall reap if you don't get discouraged. Sometimes people may not appreciate what you're doing. Don't get tired. When you're sta- standing in the forefront and ministering the gospel, you can understand the pastors and intercessors standing day and night, morning. There are people who have intercessions in the morning. There are people of intercessions at night. After their 13 hours, 15 hours of work, they go for intercessions and sow their time for the church, for your prayers. And sometimes everybody get discouraged because nobody there to appreciate. I want to know all you are doing. I appreciate you. You are the asset of the church. Amen. You are the reason why the church is moving forward. Even sometimes as a minister of the gospel, you are sowing it. But you want to see a result. You want to see people blessed. You are praying, you are fasting, you are crying. But you don't see it. But the Lord is saying, don't get disgraced. You will reap if you don't grow faint. Hallelujah. The seeds will produce. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Even finances. Hallelujah. You can have people in this church. Hallelujah. Testifying first year, second year. They put their first fruit. They didn't see anything. But on the third year. Hallelujah. Doors began to open. If you don't faint. Hallelujah. Come on somebody tonight. Don't be discouraged if you're doing the right things. Keep doing it. The harvest will come. The blessing will come. God will release His blessing upon you. His overflow upon you. Opportunities, doors, contacts that you cannot have access into will become a free access to you. Somebody receive it tonight. There is a free access coming your way. Hallelujah. Lift your hands and say tonight, Lord, bless my life. Help me to produce good seeds for you. I don't want any seed of the flesh. Forgive me for every seed of flesh. I repent of it. I want to sow in the spirit. Lord, pardon me. I want your grace, your blessing. I surrender to you, Jesus. I give you my life in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Give a clap offering tonight. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let's close our eyes in prayer.